Hi, this is Pastor Tim Crick, and you are listening to the weekly sermon podcast of Holy Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Newington, New Hampshire, a part of the ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can find us online at www.htelc.com. We worship on Sunday mornings at 8.30 and 11 a.m., where you are never too late and there is always room for one more. We hope you can join us sometime, and we hope you find the sermon you're about to listen to helps you to understand and experience the depths of God's love for you and the entire world. Thanks for listening. This is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, beginning with chapter 10, verse 35. Glory to you, Lord. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, what is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, we are able. Then Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. There's a joke amongst seminarians that if one doesn't know the answer to a question, always answer, Jesus. Clearly this doesn't adequately or appropriately answer every question, but it certainly provides one with a reputation for a kind of particular lens for looking at theology and theological education. I bet if asked about what today's lesson from Isaiah was about, the majority of responses are likely to be Jesus. It's one of the hazards of pairing this text with today's gospel from Mark. It appears to point to Jesus as the suffering servant. It's highly likely that Jesus knew this text. It dates from the Babylonian exile 
and has had a following over time because it captures the emotional and spiritual landscape of the people of God in exile in a foreign land. Portions of this text show up in all four Gospels, in the Acts of the Apostles, and may have significantly influenced the writing of the letter to the Romans. Jesus may have identified with Isaiah's suffering servant, but there is no clear indication that the part was written exclusively for him. Then we have today's gospel from Mark. The Mark readings at this time in the church year get increasingly more difficult to hear and bear. As we turn farther into the long green growing season of the church year, that is the time after Pentecost, we walk with Jesus through his mission and ministry and closer to his passion and death on the cross. Today's lesson brings us even closer and Jesus continues to try to explain what is going to happen to his disciples they clearly are having a hard time grasping it. Today's gospel is the third of three times in Mark that Jesus tries to tell his disciples about where he is headed. Each time, the disciples have clearly not understood what Jesus is trying to say, and Jesus' revelation is muddied by the disciples' lack of understanding. I don't know about you, but I always find this gospel passage a bit cringeworthy, whether it's Mark's version or Matthew's, maybe Matthew's even more so because in Matthew apparently their mother made them do it. So how can these two texts inform one another and us? I also have to say that I'm, I'm both suspicious and cautious when entering into texts that seem to advocate suffering as a redemptive act, especially when it isn't clear for whom the suffering is redemptive and in what time frame. Texts like this have been used to subjugate and oppress groups of people and individuals over time, generally without their consent. Jesus consents to completing the mission to which he is called. James and John believe that they are willing and able to do what is required for them to be in honored places with Jesus. But Jesus knows that they don't really understand what it is he is called to. But they will likely share in the suffering that he will have. However, the outcome is likely to be different from what they're anticipating. Jesus has accepted the weight of humanity's sin while other humans obsess about their perceptions of the sins of others instead of beginning 
with our own. Sheep, indeed, gone astray. I was reflecting as I was writing this and, and earlier during the week because of some things a, a friend posted on Instagram, some pictures of some sheep at the um, Rhinebeck Sheep and Wool Show in New York State that takes place this weekend, that I loved keeping sheep when I had them, except for those regular forays, which inevitably were early Sunday morning, when I needed to be getting into the car to head to church, and I was instead herding our errant sheep from partying on the neighbor's deck or standing in the middle of the road, you know, playing chicken with the traffic. The, temper, the temptation to scapegoat those sheep right into the freezer was large in those moments. But it was the human's inability to make sturdy enough fences to contain them that caused their strain. So instead, we rehomed the sheep in a nearby farm that had more land, better fences, and more tolerant neighbors. <coughs> I think there's a, a message for in here about how we deal with the straying of others' sheep and and our, others' sheep and our own straying. Today's texts are substantial and heavy. I encourage you to sit with them this week. Hear what comes up in your heart. Feel the feelings that are provoked. Remember always that Jesus is our good shepherd who cares for us each as sheep, even when we have gone astray. Remember that even when we stray, God continues to love us and calls us back to love God, to love our neighbor, and to love ourselves. Amen. That's the sermon for this week. We hope from it you learned a bit more about God's love for you and the world. Please subscribe and rate our podcast to help us be found by and reach more people. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, you are loved.